Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. Is the problem? You know the question. Okay, listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying. Okay. I've never seen anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way, and it's a new day. It is roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is when you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I mean, what a freaking clown car I found myself in. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. Hey, Daniel. We're, uh, we're in a dimly lit room. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Tiger and tariffs and taps on phones. Oh, my. You want to explain that? Yeah. Tiger Woods gets the Congressional the, uh, the Medal of Freedom, which we will discuss. Tiger Woods got the Medal of Freedom? The golfer. From playing golf? Uh, well, for a number of things. You'd have to ask the president. Tariffs, uh, trade talks with China have reached a critical moment. And taps on phones, even bald-headed, lying, fat, dishonest, treasonous James Clapper is saying, well, yeah, yeah, there really were spies on Trump's campaign. Hmm. There you go. Do our golfers need medals of freedom? Is that what it's called? You know, it seemed a little silly to me until uh, I found out that Tiger's the fourth. The Medal of Freedom. It's our nation's highest honor? For his greatness. Do golfers uh, get our our highest honor? This is the fourth. The fourth. For golfers? Yeah. Or any sports star. Arnie? Nicholas, Charlie Sifford, who I think was the first black guy on the Pro Tour, and uh, and Eldrick. I don't think sports stars need that. I think we ought to have something different for them. Yeah, I would agree. That's none of your business. Somebody who rushes into a burning building and saves 30 orphans, I think maybe a different award for them. A better award. Mm. One held in higher esteem than, boy, you're sure a good golfer. He raises a lot for charity. Good for him. So do lots of people. Uh. That's weak. It's just weak. It's bad. I don't like it. I'm you're an anti. It. You're a never trumper. Maybe I'll make that my cause. <laughs> no, that's a bad cause. <laughs> no medals of freedom for golfers. You'll get no medal of freedom <laughs> for that cause. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. <laughs> and I'm going to have a march. Why June, not? June seventh, we'll march on DC. The march for medals. The march against medals. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> We're still working on the fine print. <laughs> We're working on the name. Uh boy. So a couple of cities are going to ban facial recognition. It's interesting since we just had a guest on yesterday talking about how it's going to sweep the country, law enforcement using it and everybody else. So a couple of cities are banning it. I want to talk about that, too. That's interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a really intriguing issue. Different folks, folks from, uh, well, there will be some strange bedfellows on this issue. I would say. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you'll have super the- lefties, super uh, libertarians who are impossible to pin down on the left-right continuum, really. No doubt. In spite of some communists' efforts to call libertarians far right. And then also, something I'd like to introduce to the show today, I think we should start holding members of the show in contempt if yes. we think they've done something. Yes. Something wrong. We'll have a vote. I object. We'll hold them in contempt. Swift justice. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Justice meaning saying something right. it will and be doing as, nothing. It will about. be as meaningful and stinging as Congress's. Yes. Holding attorney bar and stinging. That's what I'm going. That's what I'm doing. Anybody screws up me. Anybody will we'll vote and we'll hold them in contempt. Yes. And we'll glare, yes! and we'll glare at them. Yes. And then we'll go to the media. Now, what do you Wait, think? We are the media. That'll save a step. <laughs> that will save a step. <laughs> Let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning? Michael? I'm great. Uh, over the weekend, I went grocery shopping and um, apparently where I was at, it, it's kind of, uh, it, 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 Ryan, it has a mart in it, and that's all I'll say, but um, <laughs> this woman got, apparently was very inebriated, and she was with her family, and they ended up putting her, because she had trouble walking, apparently, putting her in the shopping cart and pushing her around the store, and I... Too drunk it, too drunk to walk through the Walmarts, pretty drunk. Yes. Because yeah. I've, I've walked around oh. Walmarts fairly drunk before. He cracked the code. He figured out where it was. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it was interesting, but I was looking at them, and I kept thinking, do I look at them with shame, or, you know, i got to admit, that looks kind of fun, to be Being honest. Pushed with you. Being pushed around drunk in a cart? Drunk in a cart. What was the demeanor of the she group? She was very happy. Oh, so everybody was, like, cheerful oh, and yeah, having a good no, time. They're having a good time, but, uh, but you yeah, know. Who's winning there? The you chi- you being sober and shopping or her being pushed around drunk in a cart? I think she wins. <laughs> yeah, but the checkers were happy about it. The family was happy about it. They made jokes about wanting to return her, what the return policy was. Everybody laughed. Everybody had a good time. There you go. With and, all the ugliness in the world, I give her a pass. Yes, and, Michael? And then when I got to the final checkout, when you walk out of the store and they look and make sure you haven't stolen anything, um, the guy <laughs> in the blue vest told me, he's all, you know, that, that girl that was in that cart, you know what she, I said to her? Um, he, they said... Um, do you want to search our bags or whatever? And he said, I think I'd get in trouble for that, ma'am. And he looked at her, and he, and he looked at me and goes, isn't that funny? I just kind of <laughs> smiled and went, yeah. Yeah, have Great a good day, bit. sir. Too drunk to walk through the Walmart. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Wow. I was at the Target last night, and there were Walmart people there. I don't like it when there's Walmart people at my Target. Oh, boy. This, is, folks, is class warfare. <laughs> this is elitism. This is ugly. Between yeah, Target and so Walmart. Sorry, you have to be here to witness. There's that. positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I don't know why for the non sequitur, which reminded of the you're not stuck in traffic. You are traffic. I don't know. Probably has nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> That's a good one, though. Um, the uh, another edition, backed by popular demand. Trailer time with positive Sean. Uh, Spider Man Far From Home trailer dropped yesterday. There are some. Spoilers in it, if you haven't seen the Avengers Endgame thing, because all these movies are connected, so there's going to be some story dominoes to fall if you haven't seen that. Might want to avoid it, but otherwise, uh, come check it out. It's, it features the villain Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, really looking forward to this so movie. It's watching you watch a trailer. Yes, I am video, through the, through the magic of video technology in the <laughs> Positive Sean Studios, I have superimposed myself on top of the trailer to show you what it's like for me to watch a trailer, Fantastic. and now you can wow. watch that. 
Because that's what the internet's for. Because that's what the internet's for, and that's what modern life is. Literally starved for entertainment. (laughs) There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. Are you, Marshall? As you know, I am a manly... uh, Excuse me. A manly man having to clear his throat. As you know, I'm a manly man heavily invested in sport. So following the Derby debacle, I came back strong with a bunch of scratchers wins. <laughs> wow, fantastic. I've been holding on to them for weeks, and one of them came through. One of them came through nicely, so I'm bringing home the bacon. And yes. then, oh, pork! I was so hungry today. And then I am putting all gaming on pause. Oh, what? I am taking <laughs> a break. What? Why? What about our breakfast? Yeah, <laughs> but why are you taking a break? Do you feel like you've gone too far, or I, or, or is Lady Luck turned against you? I I just have feel a tipping a uh, tipping point. So here. it's a Lady Luck yeah, thing. Yeah. You think Lady Luck is frowning on you, yeah. and you just you know when to back off. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I, I I can see her. I can see her petticoats uh, <laughs> heading out the door. Are you are you following people into Walmart and betting whether they'll turn right or left? <laughs> that sort of thing. I mean, are you getting a little compulsive? Not over, to uh, that point yet. But I must Minnesota fence. I huh? must I must admit that uh, my investments have uh, taken on uh, they're coming a lot more rapidly you see oh i see okay yeah, yeah. yeah. escalation yeah. So, yeah and buried in that story is the fact that your lady luck wears petticoats which is interesting <laughs> well don't um. they all <laughs> don't be a quitter marshall <laughs> so if you're with somebody you like or love and they're too hammered to walk through walmart you you have two obvious choices leave them in the car or put them in a shopping cart. And putting them in the shopping cart is by far the more madcap yes. and comedy-loving choice. Sure. Those It'd are be more fun. Uh, I want to hang with those people. I'm sure they're a good time. I'm not sure I want to hang with them a lot. Right. You don't want to marry into the family. Right. <laughs> but, man, that's... I'll bet they're fun. That's some folks who do not care. <laughs> no, they're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. They were having a good time. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, May 7th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. They don't sit around with furrowed brows mumbling about the alt-right. They're enjoying <laughs> life. All right, let's begin the show now officially, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Buckingham Palace, proudly announced the birth of a newly born royal baby boy to the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. God bless America and God save the Queen. There are things more idiotic than hereditary succession. But there aren't many things more That's, idiotic. That boy born yesterday is seventh in line to the throne, Joe. Woo! And you're taking it lightly. Woo! Oh, uh, so what do you got coming up in your news? You can smell the throne from here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Battles with Congress not hurting President Trump's approval ratings. Democrat presidential candidates promoting lock up gun control in major U.S. cities considering banning all police face recognition techniques. That is really interesting. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's solid. A uh, little humor, a little insight, a little uh, protest. So much good stuff today. It's going to be a good one. I don't, you know, sometimes I say that and I don't mean it, but today's actually going to be good. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty Show. We 
jamming the soundtrack at my house just yesterday. My kids love the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Through and through. Good stuff. Spiders are to be stepped upon, not worshipped. <laughs> Take that picture down. It's messing with my head. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It's some sort of M.C. Escher car. It's, oh, it's uh, the first car built using Common Core <laughs> engineering math. We have, to, we have to post that picture yes. at armstrongandgetty.com. Yes. You'll, oh, it's pretty fun. Sir, it's making my brain hurt, that car. Uh, yeah, armstrongandgetty.com. We'll have it up within a couple of minutes. It's it's worth a chuckle. Hey, while you're there, watch me watch a trailer. The new Stop Spider-Man. it, mailbag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, last, the last one was reviewed quite favorably. <laughs> Our freedom-loving quote of the day this morning. Oh, wait a minute. What's that's weird? I, hmm. uh, our freedom-loving quote of the day comes from revolutionary figure, thinker, philosopher Thomas Paine. Little out there, old Tom Paine. Uh, but, He's a burn it all down guy. Yeah, but he was balanced by others within the revolutionary generation, and they reached, uh, I think, a nice sweet spot of. Liberty without anarchy. Anyway, here's what he said. This one goes out to the young college men out there who might be tempted to fall into line with the ideology of their times, even though they feel in their gut that it's not right. The real man smiles in trouble, gathers strength from distress, and grows brave by reflection. Mm, Brave by reflection. Don't whimper like a little boy... That you've been triggered. Man up! Huh? All right, then. You gotta talk tough to these youngsters these days, Jack. We had a federal crime of the day, but it didn't print out for some reason. Oh, that, well. That's, that's probably a crime. It was a good one, too. Uh, let's see. Here's a nice work from Mark. After many, many years of listening to you, lads, the thing I appreciate about this show the most is... The end s- at 10 o'clock. We get that text every day. <laughs> we get a text every day at, like, quarter till 10. says, thank God the show's almost over. Uh, yep. So I've said it my band's shows. If you don't like this next tune, don't worry about it. It's short. Uh, let's see. One of the things I love about the show most is when someone intentionally gets something wrong and your fans go crazy. Who are these people? If they aren't getting this simple routine, why are they listening? The well, simple someti- routine. <laughs> sometimes it takes a while to catch on, Mark. <laughs> this simple routine. They can't be enjoying the more advanced bits. And no way these simpletons <laughs> are comprehending the genius that is Michelangelo. My personal favorite was during the last World Cup when one of you, it was Jack, I believe, referred to the national team from Ghana as the Ghanaians. Just typing this is making me laugh. Keep up the good work. Mark from the ass, Salinas, California. I don't. That's not a good nickname for your town, Mark. No, I should probably workshop that one a little bit more. <laughs> well, Redding can be the ding, but I don't think Salinas should be the ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, really, it's a perfectly... Lovely place to work and shop and learn about uh, Hemingway, right? John Steinbeck. John Steinbeck. Yeah, they're all the same. Hemingway's from Hemingway. Illinois. Why'd they say Hemingway? Here I'm picturing Cannery Row and the rest of it. I'm sorry. I'm illiterate. It's time to admit it. Finally. Uh, hey, guys. May I borrow your interna- international airwaves to say uh, happy Nurses Week to my fellow nurses? How about a panel discussion of nurses on the show? Yeah. It's from Destiny. That'd be a good one. That's a good idea, we Destiny. We haven't done a panel in a while. Nurses would be a real good one. That's an outstanding idea, Destiny. Thank you. Yeah, a mental note. I'll hand that email over to you, Hanson. Uh, Jack noted that 17% of people believe Trump should be impeached from uh, Steve-O. Uh, yeah, only 17%. Only 28% of registered oh, Democrats. Yeah. 
I've believed that 18% of people polled can and should be ignored since late 2016. In an election poll in 2016, 18% of people say they believed Hillary Clinton was Lucifer. Literally? Uh, Or are they just trying to be funny? I think you get a question that that out there. You get a a pretty good chunk of people who are just trying to be funny. Ask a silly question, as my mom used to say. I think Marshall's got this in his news, but uh, Trump with his highest number ever in the Gallup poll. Yep. Higher than Obama at this point in his first term. Now, within the margin of error. Right. But it's worth mentioning. Oh, let's see. Oh, Jose weighing in. Listening to the uh, show, uh, but did I just hear that a jockey was donkey punching his horse during the race? No wonder it was confused. Well, no, no, he's punching him. He wasn't donkey punching him, I'm saying. And I haven't heard anything about that. I'm just surprised in our... um you know, very animal-friendly era, much of it which I agree with, but that the horse racing thing just seems to be, eh, what are you going to do? They, they they whip the horses and they punch them if they drop their whip, but eh, and it's just part of the it's deal. It's been around for a long time. People enjoy it. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I mean, mm. I'm not going to march in the street. I'm just surprised that others aren't. It is a little anachronistic. I mean, if the, uh, the heffalumps in the circus had to go, mm-hmm. right? Hope you had a good Cinco de Mayo, a.k.a. Mexican Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Muchas gracias. Exactly. In Mitt Romney's voice, Jose from Fremont, California. Thanks, Jose. Tech has ruined childhood fun, says Jashan. Kids will never know the joy of crank calls due to cell phones with caller ID. The doorbell camera has ruined doorbell ditching. Sad that my kids will not know the joy of these childhood delights. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it is a shame, Jashan. I uh, did all of the above multiple times. I have another more comment. I was a delinquent. I have more commentary on the idea of passing a law that you don't have smartphones at school, which I'm in favor of. Or at least a law that says school districts can. Because currently they can't. They don't have the power. That seems just crazy dumb. More to come! That'll be among the things we talk about coming up, including Marshall's News with all the latest, which is next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. We didn't get this text. Is Marshall backing off gambling to prepare for his push-ups? Is that what it's all about? Not at all. Not at all. Not likely. No. You're slowing down on your gambling. Feel like that maybe uh, Lady Luck has turned against you. Well, you know, I. it seems like I've been putting a little something-something uh, down on uh, far more it's things more It's like when I you realize, should. you know, hey, I got drunk three times last week. That's yeah. probably too much. Yeah. yeah. That sort of thing. But I'm walking away a winner at this point. Absolutely. Yep. It's when to walk away. Three times in a week. Yeah, that was Not yesterday. Trying. Yeah, I got drunk three times Wednesday. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so we're up at about two. Hit it again. Exactly. You got to rally. Boot and rally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as we uh, learned last week with the whole drone delivery thing, get a new liver and rally. Exactly. <laughs> Don't be a baby. <laughs> News now with Marshall Phillips. Now, President Trump's approval rating hit its highest levels since his inauguration, 46% in the latest Gallup poll. That's, it, that's something. I mean... I don't I don't know how many people would have predicted certainly the half of the country that hates Trump would have never predicted that when the Mueller report comes out Trump will hit his all-time high in the Gallup poll. That is something. His approval in the poll had been as low as 35%, but the new numbers do show an increasing positive trend for the president. Poll found that Trump's uh 
uh, approval rating among Republicans stands at 91%. 91% of Republicans. And among Democrats, it's 12%. They're approving of his performance. But that uh, figure matches the previous high among Democrats recorded back in April of 2017. <laughs> so 12% is so high. high. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a higher approval rate in his own party, though, than presidents normally yeah. do, which is really interesting. I think it has to do with the never-ending attacks and the never-ending persecution or prosecution, depending on how you look there, at there it. Is, there is something to that, at psychologically. Some, well, right, yeah, it's a siege mentality. Mm-hmm. At some point, when you're constantly under attack, you, you feel like you ought to pull together. Right? Wh- which poll was this from? Gallo. This is Gallo. Gallo. Yeah. yeah. That's horses running at a fast clip. Timing. Well, that, uh... <laughs> yeah, really. Of course, that horse ran into the other horse, so it's disqualified. <laughs> Battle over the docks going on. Democrats in the House Judiciary Committee moving ahead with plans to hold Attorney General William Barr in, con- in contempt of oh, Congress. Oh, no! I would oh, like, no! I would like to remind people again, because I did it later in the show yeah, We'll get the scary noise ready for whenever we say that. How many of you remember that fateful day in 2012... When the House held Attorney General Eric Holder in contempt. You don't even remember, do you? Because nobody cared. It didn't make any noise. It didn't do anything. It didn't matter. Now, th- I do. Well, find- interestingly, it made no noise in the mainstream media, which is so decidedly left. Right. They hardly covered it. Right. But the, and the, the underlying issue, more importantly. The fallout was zero. So, you yep. know, that, that, that it doesn't mean a lot. But I do find it interesting, and this is not surprising. It's only happened twice in our nation's history, and it's going to happen back-to-back now. Right. It's just where we are politically. Mm-hmm. And House Democrats are expected to either file a lawsuit or subpoena the IRS for President Trump's tax returns. Now the Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin has officially refused to turn them over. It will go nowhere. That will go nowhere. I've read the reasoning. Mnuchin's right. There's no legitimate legislative purpose. Well, it depends on the lawyer. So this is like so many things. I've, I've seen lawyers say it's an open, shut case, what Joe just said. It's just, it's nothing. And then I've seen other lawyers on other channels look. It's not even a question, the law. The law states that they have to turn it over. So, depends on the lawyer you're talking to. Ain't gonna happen. It will not Do you think it'll go up to the Supreme Court and they'll decide? Uh, Maybe. I think probably the lower court will decide and the Supreme Court will say, no, we're not not going Mm. over that. Awesome. Dems promoting dueling gun control proposals. New Jersey Senator and 2020 Democratic presidential candidate Cory Booker unveiled a sweeping 14-part gun plan that includes required federal licensing for all gun owners. An effort, he says, to fight what he's calling a gun violence epidemic. And then during an interview on CNN, Poppy Harlow asked Booker about a gun proposal by a Democrat competitor in the 2020 presidential race, none other than Congressman Eric Swalwell. Swalwell! Swalwell! (laughs) Swalwell's buyback plan would have Americans who currently have military-style semi-automatic assault weapons, they would be required to sell them back to the government, and if they didn't within a certain period of time, they would be prosecuted. So that's gun confiscation is what that is. Harlow asking Booker during the interview. Do you support the government buying them back? And if not, potentially people could go to jail if they don't want to sell them back. Yes or no? Uh, Again, we should have a law that bans these weapons and we should have a reasonable period in which people can turn in these weapons. Uh, Right now, we have a nation that allows in streets and communities like mine these weapons that should not exist. Mm -hmm. 
Cory Booker running on gun confiscation. Good luck with that for most of America. Again, let's uh, talk to the judge about this. You're going to get nowhere, brah. San Francisco may become the first city in the U.S. to bar police from using facial recognition technology, and Oakland, California, may not be far behind. The San Francisco supervisors are going to be voting next week on their so-called Stop Secret Surveillance Measure. It would also require other types of surveillance technology, like automatic license plate readers, Mm. cell phone surveillance towers. I was just going to bring that up. I was going to say I'm more concerned about that than the facial stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm on their side on this, or at least discussing it. That whole... License plate readers thing just happened. It just it just occurred. It just started happening with no discussion. Likewise, the cell phone tower deal just, tracking your you everywhere you the go. Government started tracking where we go, and nobody discussed it, which is crazy. Yeah, the soup's uh, measure would uh, demand that city agencies, after a public notice and a vote by the board of supervisors, then possibly put them in place. But they would have to go through the process before they could be put in yes, place. Yes, let's have a discussion about whether or not we think this is a good idea. The uh, oh, I wanted to also mention there's something else included in this. It's called predictive policing software. That's where they use algorithms to predict crime in specific sections of a city. So they could put police out to patrol specific areas more yes, heavily. That's a brand new technology. It used to be called Cops Know Where Crimes Happen. <laughs> yes. Now we need an algorithm for yes, it. Yes, exactly. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. We got this text. Jack, from all accounts of your home life, you are Walmart people shopping at Target. Oh, look in the mirror. (laughs) I'm Walmart people shopping at the Target. Target people are looking at me and saying, why are there Walmart people at my Target? You know, and they're right. Wow. I am Walmart people. Wow. humbling. Which is perfectly fine. Sure. Um... Had an epiphany yesterday. How many epiphanies do you have in your life? Oh, gosh, not enough. How many would you like? I'm stumbling through life like a blind <laughs> hog. <laughs> how, many, how many epiphanies would I like? Yeah. I don't know. You don't a want some real solid epiphany? You don't want one every day. Maybe quarterly. You know, for a year. Maybe we'll have to uh, Webster's Dictionary definition of epiphany, what that means. Maybe I'm using it wrong. Oh, um, I don't think you are. Some, and some more poll information that is... Quite shocking. Mm. Quite shocking. Of where we are headed with the 2020 election. Man, things have been turned on their head. The, the, the main thing to remember, of course, is that we got 546 days to go, so everything could get turned on its head five more times. Well, and we've got the Royal Baby Watch stuff. You're teasing too many things. I hold you in contempt. <laughs> oh, I've in been held contempt. in contempt. I've been held in contempt. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And we, I, th- I think we're going to see a photo about mid-afternoon, but who knows? And yes, the names. So the front runners we've got are Alexander, there's James, uh, there's Spencer is whizzing up in tribute to Diana. I do think Alexander's quite likely. I think that they're looking for a name that has both resonances in the UK and the US. And Alexander, Alexandra is the Queen's middle name, and Alexander Hamilton, a key part of, key figure in, in American history. I think we might see some unconventional names, but perhaps towards the middle name. I do 
do expect to see perhaps Charles or Philip there as well. This is a very royal baby and it is seventh in line to the throne and there is a possibility if everyone else abdicates, I mean stranger things have happened in the royal family, that one day this little boy will be queen, be, be king. So they will be thinking I think very clearly that yes they could have some nods to modern life but also I think they'll be thinking about traditional names oh as well. So yeah. let's see if Alexander works out but none of us got Louis last time no so you never know. Idea. And nobody cares, and it doesn't matter. You know, you know what her response to that would be? Well, they called me and asked me to speculate on the name of the boy. That was so I did. So I did. Grumpy. So I did. I think it's stupid too. She was just one of the two royal commentators they had discussing that. The other one talking about the historical context of oh, was this. Was his birth at home or in a hospital? And, <laughs> and when was that the change happened? <sighs> and I also like this. What did she say? This was a very royal birth. A very royal baby. What? What? So I was thinking about that last night. Um, I was uh, uh, on the New York Times, reading the New York Times before I go to bed like I do, and they had a segment on the Met Gala, which is something you should not have ever heard of and probably I, I'm haven't. S- I'm sorry. Before we get to that, you realize we Stuck those people with bayonets and shot them to get rid of them, right? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Back to the Met Gala. Which is similar to the royal baby thing to me. Why am it's I just... tired to a cross-country flight to get home from it? Oh, you went? Yes, absolutely. So anyway, I don't really even know what it is. I barely hear about it every year. It's a big deal in New York. And all the most connected, important people in America go and get all dressed up. But I was So they had 148 photos in the New York Times of, oh. of people coming in. And descriptions of what they wore and who was there and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just, I just, I find it endlessly fascinating how different human beings can be and that there apparently are a number of you that care about the royal babies in that. Mm. Now, there are things I'm into that you would think are a waste of time, I guess. But just, I can't even, like, I can't even, um, like, I don't like heavy metal music. I don't like Metallica. I don't get into it, but I don't, don't mm-hmm. dislike it. But mm-hmm. I can understand how people would. Yeah. This is an area where I don't even understand. I, I have no understanding <laughs> right. how you could possibly give a crap about what somebody wore to some fancy pants party in New York. Yes. I can't even imagine how you would care about that. I understand the appeal of dog fighting. Exactly. It horrifies me, but I get it. Yeah, I get where that impulse comes from. Right. The caring about the royals, the royals and their baby, I I can't I can't even come up with a no. what would possibly interest you in that. What 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 part of humanity is that tickling that you get a thrill out of? The that? need for for gods, I guess. Is that it? The need for royalty? I, I don't I don't know. A couple of texts that we got, and then I want to hit you with. But it the, could be an old name, a new name, or a middle name. <laughs> Thank you for that. Those are stupid babies. Alexander or James or Aiden or Jimmy or Jim John or Johnny Jim or Joe or so all so all names that have been used and those that haven't are on the table. That's correct. (laughs) That's what makes this such a royal moment. Uh, A couple of texts we got. The stock market was back up yesterday, so yeah, that's exactly the way I felt. And then down again today. Can we stop doing this thing where we act like? It's a big deal when it goes down 300 points and then it goes back up again the next day or two days later. I would or prefer. Or the same day. Or the same day. This is probably idiotic and career suicide. I would prefer not to join in the current craze of never-ending hyperbole. Sure. I agree. 
Um, Jack's March Against Golf Awards, or MAGA. That's right. Yes. Or MAGA hats, the March Against Golf Awards. And also this, the 21-year-old Riley Howell, which um, I'm, I'm helping in trying to make a household name. He's the UNC student who uh, ran at the shooter in North Carolina and lost his life doing it, was shot three times. ROTC member in good standing. And, uh, and, and died saving many others. Anyway, he should get the Medal of Freedom. I hope he does, posthumously. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to wow. get it to Tiger Woods, it's not, it's not Tiger Woods' fault that he got it. But uh, No, he didn't ask for it. I am going to get to Epiphany at some point in the show. I want to. I want to. I want to look that up in the dictionary. See exactly what it means. Then I want to talk about it. But I. I think I learned something yesterday, which changes my view of many things. Excellent. Um, Do you think it will apply to others, or is it unique to you and your your world? I think it will apply to others. I think there are very few epiphanies that I don't think it will apply, apply to you. To I think I think you were already there. Really, but I was not, mm. and I'm there now. This is the most interesting thing I've seen. You want out of me to polls. order for you since I'm here already? <laughs> a lot of poll numbers in the last couple of days. Wall Street Journal NBC poll, then a Gallup poll came out. Trump's got his highest Gallup uh, numbers ever. Uh, the NBC poll, the highlight to me was that only 17% of Americans think we're at a place where we need to impeach the president. <laughs> well, that despite the fact blew my hair back. I couldn't believe it. That the mainstream media talks about it endlessly. Only 28% of Democrats. Yeah, I know. But um, this is the most interesting poll. For the first time since Trump was elected, there's more enthusiasm among Republicans for the 2020 presidential election than Democrats. I heard that. That is a huge turnaround. Yeah, that surprised the heck out of me. It's been nonstop since Trump was elected. Democrats feverish for 2020 to get here, and Republicans kind of, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. It is flipped, and now there's more enthusiasm on the R side than the D side, which is a sign that D's think they're going to lose. Isn't it? Well, let me uh, let me offer a devil's advocate argument. Maybe it's that the Republicans have a pretty darn good idea who's running on their side, and the Democrats have no idea who's running on their side. In fact, they find the the the, the array of candidates a bit dizzying. Well, uh, enthusiasm translates to turnout, and uh, I I just think well, you you turn out more when you think you got a winning horse. Well, right, but I'm saying once they come down to a candidate, once they have a horse. See, they got a corral full of horses right now, so they're not sure if they're excited about the Kentucky Derby. I think there's just, I just think there's a gloom setting in that uh, this guy is not, not only not obviously going to lose, at this point, he probably wouldn't lose. No, we got a long way to go. A lot of things could change, obviously. Well, yeah, but at this point, if the bookies are open, again, with the horse thing, he's a prohibitive favorite. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's two or three to one, which nobody would have seen coming. Yeah. Of course, there are only two horses, really, in the presidential field. So, yeah, three to uh, one. 546 yeah. days to go. Yeah, Keep that in mind. Horses the horses are on that. Candidates are on the track. I don't, uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, we should keep that in mind. Um, Boy, yes. You know, it's fun for me, though. One thing I'm enjoying is the field of Democrats is so large that they're increasingly desperate to break through. And so they're trotting out increasingly out there proposals, forced gun confiscation, for instance, felons like terrorists, actual terrorists voting. That's insane. Debates just weeks away. The Green New Deal's pretty wacky. That'll probably move the needle. Um, Yesterday, we talked about California wants to pass a law that schools can say no smartphones at the school. Mm -hmm. Because currently you can't, as a teacher, say no smartphones in my class. I didn't know that. 
Some sort of weird free speech something or other? Well, I don't know. Or it's just so wishy-washy. Parents, if they gripe about it, the school district's afraid to enforce it. Then we got texts from teachers who say, yeah, kids take phone calls during class. Right. Multiple texts from multiple teachers. From their parents. Their parents call while they're in class and they take phone calls. And or positive Sean suggested it might be their friends, but you trick up your phone so it says mom. My son said there's, and he's in third grade. He said there's a kid in his class that's got a, an Apple Watch, and it regularly goes off beeping and various things from getting texts and stuff like that during class. Hmm. And there's maybe he's getting news alerts. Bar to be held in contempt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I best call my broker. And we've got to we've got to do away with that. As you pointed out yesterday, it's a television set, it's a radio, it's the ability to pass notes, if you will, to anyone on earth. It's a gaming console, it's a magazine stand, it's the whole library. All there in the palm of your hand. How could you pay attention? I can't. I'm a grown up. I know. And I can't make myself pay attention to real life. Because I've got one in my pocket. Right. So what are you going to do with a third grader who's bored with what's going on in front of them? Right. And or or a senior or whoever. Doesn't particularly feel like getting challenged. You know, those we crave leisure as a species. Mm -hmm. You'd rather just sit there comfortably as opposed to be made to think about, say, challenging mathematics. We're resting up for the antelope hunt. Right. That's what we're designed for. Right. You're all tired out, and suddenly the antelopes appear. You're going to be like, oh. You think the cavemen did complicated math as they were sitting around? No, they were resting for the antelope hunt. One spear plus one antelope equals good eating. That's caveman math right there. That's all they needed. (laughs) Of course, Archimedes might suggest that we've kind of stepped forward thanks to math, but. What does he know? He's dead. And then we had other teachers who said whenever parents do come to the class and sit in the back of the room like they do sometimes, they're always staring at their phones the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, it's just where we are as a society. Uh, Is this something we're passing through or is this permanent? Until finally we crumble from inattention to our own Mm, lives. My Mm. my money is on permanent. Mm, I'm Joe Getty. More on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.